Welcome to another edition of the Business and Personal Podcast, where we bring you closer to the people that you do business with and share great stories of what's going on out there. And I have a great one here today. We have Craig Nash. He's the founder and president of Aletheia Wellness Group, doing some incredible things, just saving a lot of people a lot of money in the healthcare world. And that's something that's important to everybody right now. So first of all, Craig, thanks for joining me in, in your busy day. Uh, Ryan, thank you so much. It's just a, a joy to be with you today and look forward to hopefully sharing some things that your your listeners may like. Well, you definitely have an interesting background all about uh, giving and, and serving the underserved and uh, just kind of explain people how some of the things in your past have led you to Aletheia and what you're trying to do today. Absolutely. So I've been in healthcare over 30 years and uh, um, looking back, we uh, uh, at for 20 years, I owned a, a network of outpatient physical therapy clinics and and a home health agency and also a a a, a, a private duty company. But you know, when we had our outpatient rehab company called Progressive Rehab Network, our claim to fame was that we we worked with many of the Chrysler plants here in Southeast Michigan, and our focus was on how do we get our hands around the length of stay for the patients without compromising the quality of care. And during the 20 years we worked with Chrysler, we were able to reduce the average length of treatment with us to six visits or less, and that included post-surgical cases. And and that and at one point in time, we had the lowest return to work numbers for um, all of uh, North America. And every quarter I would have to go out and meet with the folks in, at, in Auburn Hills and discuss the, our outcomes. And, and it really, it was great because it, it really helped us be accountable for, for what we were doing. So we, we really focused on data-driven cost reductions without compromising the quality. And of course, the quality was based on the phenomenal clinical team that we had. But after uh, um, uh, many, many years, I, I sold those companies that in uh, 2013, and I had to work for a, a company for a number of years as part of the transition, but I always missed being my own boss and being an entrepreneur. So in 2018, I launched a company called the Aletheia Group, and Aletheia is a Greek word, and it means truth. So what, what we found with patients, uh, that, that if we tell them the truth about what their condition, their situation is, and actually engage them in their own recovery, that the outcomes tend to get much better than just uh, uh, not having that type of interaction with the patient. So in uh, 2018, we, we started Aletheia Complex Care Management, where we're working with uh, uh, Total Healthcare in town and eventually Priority Health here in Southeast Michigan. And uh, we were dealing with some very challenging patients, patients that not only had two or three comorbidities that they were wrestling with, but they also had behavioral health issues, they had substance abuse issues, they may have had social determinants of health that were driving um, excessive readmissions. And we, we weren't able to engage with every patient that we were referred. But when folks enrolled in our program, really bought into our whole concept of uh, patient engagement, we were able to reduce their cost by over $40,000 per patient on an annualized basis. And that, uh, to me, just uh, made so much sense and I'd love to tell you uh, that we had this uh, phenomenal clinical approach to to dealing with uh, our high-risk patients. 
but it was really sitting down, listening to the patients, whether you were an RN or nurse practitioner or a community health worker, and really finding out where that patient was coming from, where the, the gaps in care were for their personal situation. And, and, and uh, it's a lot like, uh, it was a lot like making good spaghetti sauce. You know, you just can't rush it. It, it took a, a lot of time to, uh, to build a rapport with the with our patients and to build trust because there was a, a lot of our patients did not trust the health system but uh, what's really ironic about that once you have that connection with a patient and, and and that trust they we have a lot of patients that still call us even though they've been discharged for a year or two when they have a question about their health care so it's um and it's all about uh, listening connecting with the patient and, uh, you know, try, our, our focus has been on two things, you know, serving the underserved. And I believe that anybody with two or more uh, chronic conditions is underserved here with our current health system and driving down costs. How do we reduce costs? So that's what it's been about so far, Ryan. And uh, we're really enjoying the outcomes we're getting. Well, when you're talking about trust and saving money when it comes to healthcare, I think you'd have people's attention for sure. And um, certainly any of the physicians are uh, someone that would benefit from your services, but also um, from the patient level, uh, what are some of the patients that would be good candidates for your services and like how they would benefit? Well, um, we've done a lot, of, a lot of work with uh, the, the typical chronic condition patient, diabetic, COPD, someone with congestive heart failure. And, uh, uh, and, you know, our initial focus on Aletheia Complex Care Management was working with health plans, but we've kind of pivoted, pivoted in the last couple of months, and we're working more now with uh, physician organizations and individual physician practices. So, but our mission is still the same. How do we connect with the patient? How do we, how do we communicate with them where they are and their opportunity to improve their own health? And in fact, we've got one of the devices that we work with is called a TM Flow, which is a diagnostic tool that we're uh, presenting in partnership with our friends at Home Team Diagnostics, Mobile Diagnostics. And, and the TM Flow does actually three tests on a patient at one time. It does a uh, autonomic nervous system test and pseudomotor assessment and ankle brachial index. That doesn't mean a lot to a patient, but if you could say, Look, we're going we're gonna to be able to look at the blood flow in, in your uh, circulatory system and determine whether you're pre-diabetic or whether you're heading for neuropathy. And those symptoms may be identified. I mean, those conditions may be identified five years before any symptoms show up. So that's a huge benefit for a patient. And, and there's, I like it. It has two different reports, one for the physician that deals with the clinical issues, another one for the patient that says, You've got to adjust your diet. You, you've got to get healthier here. And it, it's not the physician saying it. It's a, a report that a lot of our patients tell us ends up on the, the front of the refrigerator to remind them to be uh, uh, healthier eaters every day. So uh, so but that's a typical patient, you know, they, uh, someone with peripheral artery, artery disease, complex pain disorders, uh, diabetic neuropathy, coronary artery disease, uh, just... Uh, what what we're all about now at Aletheia Wellness is about prevention. And if we can identify your condition uh, at, as soon as possible and work with your physician to address uh, gaps in care and, and, and also to prevent hospitalizations, nobody wants to go to the hospital, right? And if we can, we can identify uh, 
uh, treatment regimens with your physician that can allow you to stay at home and, and be monitored every day regarding your, your diabetic issues or your, uh, your COPD concerns and what have you. And having closer proximity to your physician without having to live in his office every day. It's a winner for the patient. It's a winner for the physician. And it dramatically reduces the cost for the health system. The average cost of a Medicaid hospitalization is 14000 And the average cost for a Medicare hospitalization is 20000 and for us to be able to save 40000 per Medicaid patient, that's a lot of hospitalizations we were able to bypass. And, and, uh, so, and now, now that we're committed to working at the physician level, there's so many different tools that we can integrate into their office by working with our team, our nurse practitioners, our nurses, our um, community health workers, so that they're not adding additional staff and, and uh, a whole bunch of, of different uh, uh, pieces of equipment. And we, we can provide these things for our physician partners and show them in dollars and cents how this reduced costs, how it increases practice revenues. And there's a bonus for the physicians. It, it dramatically affects their quality scores. And when a physician gets better quality scores, which they know all too well, that improves their standing with Blue Cross, with Medicare, with all the payers. There's incentive compensation that they qualify for. There's other health plans they, they can now participate in because they are just proving to the whole community that they are very focused on improving outcomes. And, and it, so it's, it's a wellness, I think, is, is the place to be in healthcare right now. Prevention is the name of the game. And uh, we're, uh, we're really excited to be working with the, uh, the folks that have allowed us to come in and, and start engaging with their physicians and you know, this was such a, I forgot to mention this earlier, but this was such a, a, a big topic for us, uh, Ryan. We were, we were in Forbes magazine, uh, excuse me, Forbes online in March of 2019 uh, with an article that was written by Bill Fox talking about how, uh, how healthcare can be profitable. And it's, uh, you know, but you can't, but it can't be profitable if you're compromising on the care. That, uh, that, that's not what we're talking about here. It's a, there's, it's a balance between great care and a great outcomes. Yeah, and you know, obviously when you talk about hospitalizations costing so much money, there's beyond just the medical bills too, it's time missed from work if you don't have the best long-term disability plan or whatnot. So those savings that you talk about really don't even cover all the potential savings of just right. someone avoiding time in the hospital. So you've touched on the TM flow. Um, I wanna also touch on the more specifics so people can understand kind of the method behind your madness of how you save the money. So um, your annual wellness tool um, is another um, thing. Absolutely, that's a, a, the annual wellness visit tool. You know, the, uh, anyone who has medic, any physicians that have Medicare patients, they're, I'm sure they're providing the annual wellness uh, testing or visits for their patients. But we got excited about this this tool, let me just, uh, it looks like a little tablet like this for your uh, your folks at home. But it's uh, the reason we're, we're so excited about addressing this, uh, uh, this whole uh, line of visits for the annual wellness visit for Medicare is because so many of the physicians across the country are not hitting their, uh, their optimum number of patients that are being screened with their annual wellness visits. In fact, in Michigan, only 20, 25 to 30% of all Medicare beneficiaries get an annual wellness visit. That is, that's terrible. 
And the, the annual well, Medicare likes the annual wellness visit because it gives them a baseline of all the health concerns for the, the seniors that they cover with Medicare. So the, but use, using this annual wellness visit tool, the patient actually fills out um, a questionnaire while waiting for the physician in the patient, in the physician's waiting. It takes about seven to 10 minutes to answer these very senior friendly questions. And then the, the data is uploaded to the physician's EMR and it can be printed out for the physician to review with the patient during the visit. It, that's really important because it, it's very comprehensive. It's written with the Medicare specifications in mind so that it, it touches on every component of the annual wellness visit. It, uh, it streamlines the process and it, it, uh, um, and it generates the required CMS documentation. So many physicians are doing their annual wellness visits, but they're leaving different pieces out. And so it's not a complete annual wellness visit and nobody likes to take back money like Medicare. So if, if the, the thing about this annual wellness visit tool that we use, it is it comes with a Medicare audit guarantee. If you follow these protocols, you're not going to be audited, or you're, or if you are, you're not paying any money back. But uh, again, this is all about collecting data on the patient, and there are algorithms built into this exciting tool that allows the physician to really dig deeper with them. Are, do we have a potential diabetic situation here? Or do I have to now monitor the patient with another one of our components called remote patient monitoring? If someone's glucose is out of control, you we can. Uh, by partnering with the physician, we can have the patient uh, get on a remote patient monitoring program, which allows us to, to look at their glucose almost after every meal. And the technology is so phenomenal. There's a, a, a program called Diasis that works with, uh, with the RPM, which literally can, can advise the physician on how to tweak the insulin. You know, after every meal, maybe the insulin after breakfast is terrific, but after dinner, it needs to be tweaked a little bit. And the whole idea, if we if we keep that patient within the control parameters, they're not going to the hospital, and and that's what it's all about. So we're we're very excited about that, and so we have we have the annual wellness visit tool. We also have remote patient monitoring, which uh, is used for a number of different diagnoses. Again, those are for folks that need more hands on, um, not necessarily face to face, but they need to have more contact and seeing the physician once every four to six months, and also complex care management, which, which deals with folks, maybe not from a, giving them a, a device, a, a, a piece of automation to, to monitor their, uh, their compliance and, and their symptoms, but connecting them to a clinical professional that can make sure they're taking their medicine and they're, they're following the protocols appropriately. So, that, and those, those things, um, what, what I'm hearing from physicians is that they, they would like to implement these tools in the office, but they're concerned, do, do, they, do I have to buy a lot of equipment? Do I have to uh, uh, bring in more staff to do this? And, and right now in this post-COVID world we're in, Ryan, we're, we're saying, let us partner with you and do a 30-day pilot and show you how we can streamline the uh, these new tools for your practice and, and really make an income with, again, with your outcomes, with reducing costs, increasing reimbursements, closing gaps in care. I know we're, we're preaching from the same hymnal here, but it really makes a difference. And it's a, the, the main question for you that I would, uh, uh, or the main point I would like to make for your physician listeners is you, you do not have to go add staff for this. We, 
you know, I've got over 30 years in healthcare. We've got a phenomenal team. Let us work with you and show that how you can go from being a good doctor to being a great doctor because you can keep your problem patients out of the hospital. And uh, you think of the thank you notes you'd get from Blue Care Network and others. I mean, it just, uh, um, but not only that, it just, uh, it's just good healthcare. And that's what, what it's about. We have yeah. a new tool. Oh, go ahead, Ryan. I'm sorry. Yeah, I think you've summed up really well that that kind of shows how it all comes together. And it's a circle of win, win, win for everybody between the insurance companies, the physicians, the patients. It's pretty hard to find anything in healthcare nowadays that's a win, win for everybody involved. Uh, and this is it. And like you said, don't need to go out and hire new staff where your services are actually going to allow them to see more patients actually with the right. same amount uh, because everything is run more efficiently and more effectively. Um, and then I think you were just ready to get into that last piece that I was going to talk about, how you stay on top of everything at all times. And the pandemic has made mental health such, uh, brought it more to the surface. It's been, it's been an emerging issue, but I think it's really bubbled to the surface in the last couple of years. So your mini behavioral assessment tools, another uh, nice piece. Well, you know, Ryan, <clears throat> prior to COVID, the, I remember the Wall Street Journal on the front page had an article about the explosion of loneliness in our country. Uh, we had a lone, they called it a loneliness epidemic. This is pre-COVID. And now when we were all locked up in our homes for two years, imagine where those statistics went. They went, of course, sky high. There's an increase in behavioral health diagnoses um, by, I believe it's 46% post-COVID. So we've been really blessed to connect with a, a team locally that has put together a program called a MINI. And the MINI is a micro-interactive intera psychoanalytic interview that is designed for the primary care physician's office. And it, it, it's a screening tool that is uh, uh, that deals identifies uh, 17 diagnoses for adults and 24 diagnoses for adolescents. And it can be integrated right in your primary care setting. And it, there's it's a three-stage process. We identify the patients. Then folks that where there is a diagnosis that shows up, there's a, a they drill deeper with the second phase of this called a diagnostic interview, and it's used to diagnose diagnose behavioral health conditions. And this this is not a new thing. It was created in 1990, and um, in 1996 when it was validated by the CDC and the AMA, it has an 89% accuracy percentage, which is really terrific. But there's a big push from the health plans. Uh, to, to integrate what I call physical or general medicine with uh, behavioral health in the primary care office because the primary care physicians see the patients more than anybody. And we've got these tools to integrate it right in their office where they, they can diagnose what's going on with the patient from a behavioral health standpoint. They also have a network of behavioral health providers that a patient can be referred to. But uh, again, it's all done in the primary care setting because they're the gatekeepers of healthcare, and uh, and it also and generates a um, a nice return for the physicians for their time involved. But uh, now, why would the health plans really uh, push something like this in the primary care setting? Well, when a patient is not diagnosed with the appropriate behavioral health condition, the cost to treat that patient increases by sixty percent. Again, it's all about cost reduction. It's all about prevention. You know, if, if someone has a, a serious behavioral health condition, the physician needs to be aware of that so he knows what medications and, and other treatment tools he can, um, he can order for the patient. Again, keep them out of the hospital. 
keep them uh, healthy and, and focused on, on wellness and, uh, and, and maximizing uh, their, their life and lifestyle at this time. And it's uh, uh, so we're very excited about that. We, we, uh, we have not stopped looking for additional tools that we can add to our menu of services, but these four have, have found over the test of time to really move the needle again, reducing costs, improving quality, improving outcomes for patients. I mean, patients love their physicians, but they don't want to live in their waiting room. And these tools can really um, serve the system, the patients, and the physicians as well. Obviously, you have all these great tools. Now there's the challenges of implementing it and getting it out to as many people as possible. I know you've been working with regroup advisors on a plan to do that. So first of all, how are they helping you to structure a model to get this out to the patients? Well, you, you know, we can put all the tools together under our umbrella and, and have a wonderful arsenal of things to help the physicians, but it really takes a team to address the whole market. And and our, our friends at Regroup Advisors have been very kind to, to meet with me. And, and we are the first uh, a service that we're launching in this community is going to be the TM Flow that's going to address uh, a lot of the, the uh, undiagnosed uh, diabetes and other things. We're real excited to work uh, um, with the, the home uh, home team mobile diagnostic group to get that going. But the uh, by putting together this healthcare consortium that the group regroup advisors have put together, we, we fit right in the middle of that because uh, there are not, uh, I haven't met a company that's doing all the things we're doing to, to assist the physician and the patients to to, to, to help them uh, maintain optimal health. So we're uh, excited to roll out this plan and uh, uh, really impressed with the, uh, the quality of uh, the, the, the regroup advisors, the, uh, the, the folks that head that up with the various backgrounds and, and areas of expertise have, have just really personally just really been a blessing to me. And I'm uh, really looking forward to taking this uh, partnership to a whole new level. So, Craig, do you have a success story to share for us? Uh, I'm sure you, you know, have plenty, but the um, I really enjoyed chatting with you last Friday because it, it, it will help remind me of why I really like this business. And uh, um, you know, our, our main one of our main focuses is the obvious fact that to be successful, our business is part ministry and it's part medicine. And uh, uh, for example, we had a patient in. Uh, um, St. Joseph's Hospital here in a Medicare patient up in Pontiac. And our nurse was in doing an assessment. Oftentimes our nurses will meet patients bedside in an effort to streamline the transition home. And the gentleman uh, just started to cry at the end of the nurse's assessment. Our nurse said, well, uh, Mr. Jones, why are you crying? He said, well, my physician just came in and he wrote me a prescription for five medications. And the co-payment on the meds is going to be about $100. And if I don't get the medications, I'll have to come back in the hospital. And we were able to provide that co-payment for the patient so that they, they could get the, it sounds real simple, but I, I, I don't know anybody in America that wouldn't pay $100 to save $20,000. And, uh, and that, that fulfilling those prescriptions did a couple things. Of course, kept the patient out of the hospital. We built trust with that patient. And that's how you keep patients out of the hospital. Well, serving the underserved is an incredible mission, man. It's been your life's work. And uh, I, we could probably have a whole podcast of your, your stories here. So what I would like to kind of leave people with is really for the physicians that are, are listening to this, because that's where it starts. How can they 
get in touch with you, learn more about this, maybe do this 30-day trial you're talking about to right. push this forward? Well, uh, they could uh, call our office at uh, in Southfield, Michigan, uh, Aletheia Wellness at 248-621-9590. They could look us up online at aletheawellness.net. And uh, those are probably the, the best ways uh, to do that on, online. They could uh, they can fill out a form and they can set up a meeting with myself or one of our teammates and and um, and just begin a dialogue. You know, we I know each practice is different. We've been doing this you know thirty years, and I haven't met two physician offices that are the same. But this may be the solution you're working you're looking for, and uh, we'd certainly like to partner with the right folks that are that that want the help. Very good. Well, Craig, thanks so much for your time, for everything that you're doing here. Um, it's it's uh, so much potential. We, we hope this keeps pushing forward for you. Thank you so much, Ryan. Really appreciate you having us on today and, and uh, look forward to chatting with all your listeners. Uh -huh.